Now, if you've ever felt overwhelmed by all of those treatment options out there available for managing ADHD in children, you're definitely not alone. Now, while medication is often the go-to solution and sadly sometimes the only option provided to many families, myself and many parents out there are learning that natural strategies can be just as effective and sometimes seriously even more effective for some kids. Welcome to the Soaring Child podcast, where parents of children with ADHD learn tips and tricks to help their child soar at home, at school, and in life. We feature interviews with experts, medical professionals, and parents just like you who are learning how to reduce ADHD symptoms using food and other natural strategies because children with ADHD deserve to soar just like every other child. I'm your host, Dana Kay. Hello, parents, and welcome back to another edition of the Soaring Child podcast. I can't believe it. It's already a new year. Today's topic is is really close to my heart, and I'm sure to many of yours as well, natural strategies to empower you and your child as you start a new year. Now, Parenting a child with ADHD can be a beautiful yet challenging adventure and we understand the unique trials and triumphs you face daily. But here's the good news. There are practical, natural solutions that can make a real difference in your child's life and your family's well-being. So in this episode, we are going to explore 10 proven strategies that you can implement right now and you can, you know, as you set your intentions for, for the year ahead, these strategies are designed to reduce ADHD symptoms naturally and really bring you guys hope, bring you encouragement and really empowerment to your family's life. So whether you're a parent, caregiver or someone who is interested in this holistic health and well-being for your child with ADHD, this episode is definitely for you. I want you guys to get ready to learn, to be inspired, and to really take action as we uncover the power of natural solutions together. So our kids with ADHD can thrive this year. Now, before we dive in, remember, every child is unique. And what works for one may not necessarily work for another. So it's all about finding the right combination of strategies that resonate with your child's needs and your family's lifestyle. Now, if you've ever felt overwhelmed by all of those treatment options out there available for managing ADHD in children, you're definitely not alone. Now, while medication is often the go-to solution, and sadly, sometimes the only option provided to many families, myself and many parents out there, are learning that natural strategies can be just as effective and sometimes seriously even more effective for some kids. We, you know, we, we look at things like dietary adjustments to lifestyle changes to supplementation. These alternative approaches can reduce symptoms. They can improve quality of life without the terrible side effects commonly associated with medication. So let's get started. Strategy number one. Now, for those listening, 
I want you to yell out loud what you think strategy number one is. I won't be able to hear you, but just take a guess. That's right, you guessed it, nutrition, diet. Nutrition plays a significant role in managing ADHD symptoms and targeting dietary changes and can be a game changer for kids with ADHD. So here are some key nutritional shifts that can reduce symptoms. Nutrition change number one, a gluten-free diet. Gluten is a protein that's found in wheat, barley, rye, and it can trigger inflammatory responses in the body that in turn exacerbate ADHD symptoms. So eliminating gluten from the diet can lead to improvement in symptoms. Uh, now, uh, there are so many research and studies that are coming out here that really support this. Uh, but honestly, it's just the stories and the people that I see when they make these changes, they are huge. Stories from reduced ADHD symptoms to disappearing migraines to reduce cholesterol, like not just ADHD symptoms. So if you as the parent are also suffering, a gluten-free diet might be the way to go. Nutrition change number two is dairy-free choices. Dairy products can cause digestive and inflammatory issues as well, potentially exacerbating ADHD symptoms. So there are alternatives out there like almond milk, coconut milk, oat milk. Make sure if you do do oat milk, you get certified gluten-free. These are better options that are easier on the digestive system. Just make sure and choose clean options with fewer ingredients and no additives. Nutrition change number three is avoid soy. Soy products can disrupt hormone levels and can exacerbate ADHD symptoms. Steering clear of soy-based foods may reduce ADHD symptoms. Nutrition change number four, no artificial flavors and no artificial colors. Artificial additives such as food colorings and artificial flavors have been linked to increase hyperactivity in children. I don't know about you, but I don't want anything else in my son's body to increase hyperactivity. So opting for natural organic foods free from these additives can contribute to better focus and less hyperactivity. Nutrition change number five, reduce sugar intake. High sugar levels can create spikes and also crashes in blood sugar. It can affect the mood and it can affect focus. So incorporating uh, complex carbohydrates and fiber can help in maintaining stable blood sugar levels and consequently uh, improving ADHD symptoms. Nutrition change number six is incorporate healthy fats. So omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids uh, really want to be in a one-to-one -one ratio. And a lot of the time here in the American diet, we've got too much omega-6 fatty acids. So we really want to bring in a lot of those omega-3 omega fatty acids. They're found in things like fish, flax seeds, walnuts, and have been shown to improve cognitive function. And these healthy fats can support brain health and potentially reduce symptoms of ADHD. Nutrition change number seven, lots of tactics and tips here for you today. So keep listening. Nutrition change number seven is choose grass-fed and wild-caught protein. Proteins are the building blocks for neurotransmitters, which are our 
hormones in our body, which balance our mood and our cognitive function and, and so much more. And they are crucial for brain function. So grass-fed meats and wild-caught fish are richer in nutrients uh, and are free from harmful hormones and antibiotics and makes them a superior choice for managing ADHD symptoms. So incorporating these nutritional changes into your child's diet can reduce ADHD symptoms and enhance quality of life. So that's strategy number one, dietary changes. I also want to say that you want to reduce the amount of packaged foods that you're doing and really just promote whole fresh fruits and veggies and those grass-fed wild-caught meats, healthy fats, lots of water really to feed the body as well. So it's not just about what to take out. So we're going to move on to strategy number two, regular exercise. It's no secret <laughs> that exercise has multiple health benefits, but its significance in managing ADHD symptoms is not always as well known. So physical activity serves as a natural outlet for hyperactivity and impulsivity, really fostering an environment where children can better channel their energy and focus. So we've got a couple of different types of exercise. We've got aerobic exercise. This really boosts cognitive function. So engaging in aerobic activities like jogging, swimming, cycling have shown to enhance cognitive function. And these exercises uh, boost the production of endorphins, also known as feel-good hormones, really elevating the mood and aiding in attention and memory processes. Then we've got strength training, and that's for emotional regulation. So activities like Weightlifting and bodyweight exercises can play a role in emotional regulation. It can help to combat the impulsivity often absorbed, uh, observed in children with ADHD. And so these activities require discipline. They require control and skills that are beneficial for emotional regulation as well. Then we've got our mind-body practices, and these show to improve focus. So techniques like yoga and mindfulness-based exercises really improve body awareness, uh, can lead to improved focus and concentration. And these practices offer a reprieve from the, you know, that chaos that ADHD can often bring, allowing children to gain better control over their thoughts and actions. Then we've got group activities, and these are great for social skills building. So participation in team sports or group activities can really offer that additional benefit of improving social skills. So teamwork, communication, uh, social interaction. These are all fundamental aspects of group exercises, which can help children with ADHD who often struggle with social cues. So that was strategy number two. We're now moving to strategy number three, implementing good sleep hygiene practices. Sleep is not merely a luxury. It's a necessity, uh, particularly for children with ADHD. You know, uh, that lack of quality sleep, it, it exacerbates symptoms like inattention, 
hyperactivity, impulsivity, really making it challenging to navigate daily tasks. But in contrast, a regular and restful sleep schedule can serve as an effective natural solution for managing ADHD symptoms. When children get a really good night's sleep, their brains undergo vital processes to consolidate memory, repair neural pathways, and restore optimal brain function. So lack of in, in, sleep, it really interferes with these essential functions and exacerbates ADHD symptoms, further affecting a child's academic performance, emotional regulation, and social interactions. You know, it really comes to that successful bedtime routine and, and this compromises uh, of various elements tailored to induce that relaxation and that calm. So this can include things like calming activities like reading a book, uh, taking a warm bath, or listening to soothing mu music. I also like to get my kids to use those uh, adult coloring books. They're there coloring all the little squares in like this. And it's really meditating. Another great option is those adult dot to dots. There's like 1500 dots and they're going from one dot to the next dot. Again, really meditating. We definitely want to avoid stimulants like electronics, caffeine, or sugar close to bedtime as they can interfere with the sleep cycle. You want to maintain a consistent bedtime and wake up time, even on weekends, because this helps regulate the body's internal clock. Uh, this resets those circadian rhythms. And I do a lot of genetics inside my business for the families. And I am finding that a lot of our kids have gene mutations in a specific gene that will impact their circadian rhythm, okay? And so what that means is that things like blue light from the electronics or uh, improper sleep and awake time, so that irregular sleep onset and wake times, and also not getting enough sunlight can really, really affect their sleep. So really making sure that they get that sleep onset and sleep-wake-up times, even on weekends, really helps regulate the internal clock. This ensures that your child gets adequate rest, setting the stage for improved concentration and reduced impulsivity during waking hours. Besides sleep quantity, sleep quality is also essential. If you notice signs of disturbed sleep, such as frequent wake-ups, nightmares or sleepwalking, or even them sleeping with their mouth open, really go straight and consult a healthcare provider for a comprehensive sleep assessment. Play it, pay attention to the sleeping environment as well. A cool, dark uh, and quiet room is conducive to sleep. You can use blackout curtains, white noise machines or cooling mattresses to optimize the sleep atmosphere. By establishing a regular bedtime routine, you're not just encouraging good sleep hygiene, you're setting the foundation for better mental, emotional and physical health. It's a holistic strategy that can significantly improve ADHD symptoms, equipping your child for the challenges of the day ahead. Dana Kay here, host of the Soaring at Child podcast. Have you ever felt like you were stuck on an emotional roller coaster because of your child's ADHD symptoms? Years back, when my son's ADHD symptoms were really bad, I remember asking myself, 
Why us? Why does my family have to struggle so much? If you can relate, I want to personally invite you to join my upcoming free live masterclass. Learn actionable steps to naturally alleviate ADHD symptoms, sometimes in as little as 30 to 90 days. Even if you've attended one of my masterclasses in the past, this one is jam-packed with fresh insights you won't want to miss. During this can't-miss session, you'll discover proven strategies that successful parents use to reduce ADHD symptoms effectively and quickly. No gimmicks or unproven methods. Discover practical research-backed strategies that could improve your child's ADHD symptoms in the next 90 days. Look for the link to sign up to attend in the show notes of this episode. got strategy number four, targeted supplementation. Supplementation can play a vital role in managing ADHD symptoms. It acts like a complementary strategy alongside these diet and lifestyle changes. So vitamins, minerals, and other natural supplements really aim to fill the nutritional gaps that are often present in children with ADHD. So for example, omega-3 fatty acids are known for their potential to improve brain function and could help in reducing symptoms of inattention or hyperactivity. Zinc, magnesium, and iron supplements have also shown promise in various studies for their role in neurotransmitter synthesis and regulation, which is crucial for focus and impulse control. To learn more about our favorite supplements for kids with ADHD, tune into episode number 60, where I shared my favorite supplements. I'll add the link uh, to that episode in the video description. But, and I always say this, it's important to remember that there is no one size fits all supplement that is going to fix ADHD. Every child is a bio-individual, unique, and therefore will need different things. Really consult a healthcare provider for proper diagnosis and supplementation guidance. This ensures that the chosen supplements are both effective and safe, targeting the specific needs of your child. Strategy number five is mindfulness. Mindfulness strategies can really support children with ADHD. These uh, techniques teach kids how to really center themselves, helping them to cultivate a greater awareness of their thoughts, feelings, and sensations in their body. By learning to focus on the present moment, children can gain better control over their impulses and reduce the frequency of distracted or inattentive episodes. So methods like mindful breathing, uh, guided imagery, or even simple body scans really encourage that state of focused relaxation, allowing children to sort of navigate their own tumultuous emotional landscape with more ease. You know, and as a result, they can they can better handle stress. They can improve social interactions and even show enhanced performance in academic settings. Then we've got strategy number six. This is social support. When you're raising a child with ADHD, establishing a strong network of social support is crucial for both the child and the family as a whole. A compassionate and understanding community can make a world of difference in helping you navigate the daily challenges that come with ADHD. Friends, 
family, and even specialized support groups can really offer invaluable advice, that emotional support, and really practical tips for managing symptoms. The social backing not only eases sort of that emotional load on parents, but also provides an affirming environment for the child. Kids really benefit from seeing that they're not alone, that there are others out there that understand their struggles and triumphs. Schools and healthcare providers often offer resources. Kids benefit from seeing that they're not alone, that there are others who understand their struggles and triumphs. Schools and healthcare providers often offer resources or can point you in the direction of support networks. The sharing of experiences and solutions among a community can give you renewed strength and renewed hope, reinforcing the fact that you're not navigating this challenging journey in isolation. If you haven't already joined our support group online, you can look up the ADHD Parent Nutrition Support Group on Facebook. Uh, We will also drop a link to that in the show notes. Strategy number seven. ADHD-specific parenting methods. Parenting a child who experiences ADHD-based behaviours can be really, really hard, but there is an effective parenting approach for children experiencing ADHD symptoms, and it's backed up by research, by theoretical frameworks, and evidence-informed. Now, many parents have witnessed the shifts for their children once they started to really, uh, truly embed new parenting practices. Ashley, who is our ADHD-specific child and family therapist in our program, explains that ADHD-specific parenting, uh, it empowers parents to really look beyond the surface of their child's behaviours, discovering the sources of the child's difficulties. It also holds knowledge on how nutrition, parenting, family stresses, the environment, and certain school settings can actually exacerbate ADHD symptoms. She says that it deepens your understanding of how your child's nervous system can really contribute to their behaviors, emotions, and difficulties. She says it focuses on expanding your awareness of your child's emotional, their physical, and their relational needs and how to respond to these versus focusing on sort of, you know, managing their behaviors. She said it supports your children to develop their self-regulation through your relational connection and co-soothing. And she also says it is about growing and learning new ways of being and connecting with your child, which is amazing. Parenting this way is not necessarily complicated, but it's also not easy or simple. It takes time, uh, commitment and effort and, and practice. You know, practice makes perfect. And sometimes you need support when you're implementing it as well. It also might mean retraining your current or traditional parenting brain. You can check out our ADHD Thrive Jumpstart for parenting program in the video description for more information about how to parent specifically for your child with ADHD. So we're going to go on to strategy number eight, reducing the toxic load. Okay, environmental toxins like heavy metals and uh, volatile organic compounds found in a lot of our household products can contribute to neuroinflammatory responses and can definitely exacerbate ADHD symptoms. So by identifying and eliminating these sources of toxicity in our cleaning products, uh, in our personal hygiene products, 
parents can create a living environment that really supports neurological function. You know, this is not just a matter of detoxification, though that's also really, really important. It's also about creating an environment that is less toxic to begin with. So the body has a lower toxic load. Now, if you missed my episode last month on detoxification, you definitely want to check that out because I shared several ways you can gently support your child's detoxification pathways. Things like detox bars, dry brushing. And so I'm going to add the link to that episode in the video description as well. Now, moving on to strategy number nine, functional lab testing. Functional lab testing offers a comprehensive approach to really understanding the underlying stresses that may be exacerbating ADHD symptoms in your child. Unlike the standard tests that we get from the traditional doctor, which may only focus on isolated markers, uh, functional lab testing really delve deeper into a variety of biological systems. They can analyze everything from gut health uh, to mineral imbalances to nutrient deficiencies and so much more. These detailed insights really enable you know, your health practitioner to create a highly personalized treatment option that goes beyond symptom management. It targets the underlying stresses of ADHD symptoms. And really by identifying and addressing these underlying stresses like inflammation or digestive issues, parasites, I know it sounds gross, <laughs> bacterial overgrowth, parents can take strategic steps to improve their child's mental clarity uh, focus, uh, behavioral and emotional um, aspects of their life. So basically functional lab testing really offers a roadmap for a more effective and more targeted ADHD strategy, really tailored specifically to your child's unique needs. And our final strategy for today, number 10, breathing for the brain. Different breathing techniques like uh, diaphragmatic breathing, rhythmic breathing, they can have a profound impact on neurological functions. These techniques really help in calming the nervous system. And when you calm the nervous system, you are improving focus and you're reducing hyperactivity. And by guiding more oxygen to the brain, children can experience heightened mental clarity and a greater ability to control those impulsive behaviors. This increased flow of oxygen can activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which fosters a state of calm and relaxation. So guys, there you have it. 10 natural strategies to start your new year off on a great start for your child with ADHD. But listen, I get it. Understanding where to start in the natural journey can be overwhelming. Should you start with supplements? Should you start with dietary changes or exercise or all of the above? You know, there's so much information out there that it's really challenging to know where to begin. And that's why we've created a comprehensive ADHD masterclass that outlines actionable strategies for natural management of ADHD symptoms. What I'm going to do is I'm going to drop the link to that masterclass uh, in the show notes or the video description as well. So check that out and start reducing your child's ADHD symptoms today. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Soaring Child Podcast. 
I'm Dana Kay, your ADHD health practitioner. Keep on thriving. Thank you for listening to the Soaring Child podcast today. To learn more about how to help your child with ADHD soar using natural strategies, visit our website at ADHDthriveinstitute.com and follow us on social media at ADHD Thrive Institute.